Welcome to Mishnah study. We're going to embark on Masechet Pe'ah with Perusha Rambam, of course. Uh, Masechet Pe'ah primarily speaks about gifts, things that we need to give to the poor people, to the Aniim. Um, it opens up with the first four Perakim speak about Pe'ah, which is literally the corner of the field that we need to set aside for the Ani, for the poor person. Um, the Masechet then moves into other laws. Um, we'll focus on the next Perak, um, Leket, right? If you drop stalks in the field, you have to leave those you know, for the poor person, or shikha, if you forget a bundle in the field, you need to leave that for the, for the poor person to take. Then we'll move on to laws in the vineyard, right? If you forget a few grapes in the vine, you have to leave those for the poor person. And then general laws of ilchot tzedakah, right? Harambam actually, when he um, coins a lot of these halachot, he brings them down in the Mishneh Torah, the sefer that he brings it down in is actually ilchot uh, matanot right? Literally gifts to the poor people. That's what he, that's where he brings all these laws. Um, before we start the Masechet, I just want to point out a few Pesukim that this um, Masechet builds off of. One in Sefer Vayikra, the other one in Sefer Devarim. Firstly, in Perek Yotet Vayikra, Right? When you're cutting your field, right? you're not allowed to destroy the entire corner of the field, nor when you're gathering um, your stalks, you're not allowed to gather them all, right? If you forget something, you have to leave it there. Similarly, in the vineyard. You have to leave them for the poor person and for the foreigner amongst you. Um, and then in Devarim, Right? If you forget a bundle in the field, you can't return to take it. You have to leave it for the uh, foreigner for the Yatom and Almana. So we see over here um, those laws of Pe'ah, Shikha, Leket, uh, those are the Pesukim. Now we're going to jump into the first Mishnah of our Masechet. Elu Devanim She'en Lahem Shio. Right? These are the things that there are no limit to. Ha'pe'ah ve'abikurim ve'hare'ayon u'gmiyut hasadim ve'tanmut Torah. Right? These are things that you eat from the fruits in this world, and you still have the principle, the reward for you in Olam Haba. So Hanabam goes on to explain. Um, firstly, he points out uh, these are the things that have no shield. There is no limit to these to these mitzvot. Um, what are they? You're allowed to leave anything you want at the corner of the field. There is no minimum amount of space, of land that you need to leave for the Anim. Haramban points out this is Midoraita, right? From the Torah, there is no specific amount. Midrabanan, as we'll see in the next Mishnah, there is a shield, right? 160, that's what you have to leave from your field. Um, but over here, we're talking about Midoraita. When you bring your first, first fruits up to Jerusalem, there is no set amount of fruits you have to bring up to Jerusalem. When you come and appear in front of God, right? This is talking about three times a year, right? Right? And you have to come. You're not allowed to be seen empty-handed. What does that mean? We need to come with korbanot. When we come three times a year to Jerusalem, we need to come with korbanot in our hand. How many korbanot do we need to bring? There is no shield. Um, now, Hanabam just points out separately over here that there are other things, right, outside of everything we mentioned over here that there is no minimum shiur to. Right? Um, some of the examples he brings, Afar Sota, when you put dirt in the, in the Mesota waters, right? Orok Yevama, when the Yevama spits in front of the, in front of the, you know, the, the husband that she doesn't want to marry. Be'efir Para, 
right? When it comes to the, um, the literally the ash that you need of the paraduma, they need to put in the water. How much you have, how much ash? There is no shiur, dam tzipura mitzora, right? All these things, there is no set amount. Um, how come it's not mentioned in our Mishnah? So Rambam points out that the difference is that those, there is no actual reward. There's no actual, you know, more of a reward if you, if the girl goes ahead and, you know, the Yavama, you know, spits a larger amount of spit, right? There's no extra tosifet sachar. Um, whereas over here, gimnut hasadim, pe'ah, leaving more, more, more food for the ani, over there, there's an extra reward. And that's why our Mishnah is mentioning these that I mentioned in our Mishnah. Now, the third thing, uh, fourth thing mentioned, Gimilu Hasadim, Harambam over here uh, goes to explain that there's two types of Chesed, Gimilu Hasadim. Firstly, is the one that you perform with your money. And the second one, right, you're giving tzedakah or you're redeeming captives, right? I mean, you know, Gilad Shalit, everyone has an obligation to, um, you know, pay whatever it is to redeem a captive. Bashini, the second one is physically. A person needs to physically, with his goof, with his body, um, perform chesed, such as nihom avidim, going to visit someone who's sitting avid, who's mourning, or lavot tametim, right, to help, you know, um, you know, walk, you know, after, after the walk, after the coffin, you know, you know, a person to his, uh, to his grave, or to go to a wedding, right? All these are things that a person, chesed, that a person performs with his body. Um, so now Rambam just points out, when we say now Mishnah, that Kimilut Hasadim has no shiur, and over here, we're already shifting to a maximum limit, right? There is no max. We're talking about mitzvot of Kimilut Hasadim that a person performs with his body, right? As opposed to tzedakah with his money. Um, why is that? Because there is a max when it comes to tzedakah, right? The max is 20%. Right, one fifth of his money. And Ambam goes out to point over here something very interesting, and that is if a person approaches someone, um, Ani approaches someone and says, I need something, uh, a person is obligated to take 20% of uh, what he has, uh, seemingly his net worth, and help that Ani come out of poverty. Um, that's what that person's obligation is, you know, at that time. Um, but if a person is not approached, right, he doesn't have Shivuim. He doesn't, he doesn't have captives to take care of, you know, or the, the anim aren't approaching him. Um, so then he needs to take care, he needs to separate 20% of his income um, and set it aside for other um, mitzvot uh, to take care of, right? That's the max. In the halakha, he speaks about the average is a 10%, that's a benoni. Um, but if a person wants to do midat hasidut, that would be uh, 20% of his income. Um, and then, Lastly, Talmud Torah, right? Talmud Torah also there is no shiur for. Then we move on to the second statement of a Mishnah, and that is these are the things that a person eats from these fruits in Olam Hazeh, and he still has the principle left for him in Olam Haba. And over here, Hanabam also points out that there's two types of mitzvot. There are mitzvot ben adam makom and ben adam A mitzvah that a person performs between him and God, and then a mitzvah that a person performs between him and fellow man. Um, so mitzvah that turns between man and God, you know, tzitzit, tefillin, shabbat, or he doesn't perform Abu Dazara, he'll be rewarded for those in Olam Haba. Um, but when it comes to mitzvot, there's an extra benefit. And that is when a person loves his friend and he helps his friend out. Um, all those things, even though he's getting reward in Olam Haba, he's still going to have a natural benefit from them in this world, right? And that's because when a person's helping one another, 
um, people will want to help them as well. Uh, it's a very interesting concept and you know important to you know focus on. So those are the things that um, you know that that, that your person gets in all you know this world and next world right? That's benadam All these are benadam gimilut hasadim, taking chesed one one friend and bringing peace between man and his fellow friend. And Talmud Torah keneged kulam. Talmud Torah is parallel, is equal to all of them. And over here, Rambam quotes um, a famous statement when. You know, someone approached the goy, approached Hillel Azaken, and said, "You know, teach me all the Torah on one foot." And Hillel responded to him, right? What's bad for you, don't do it to your friend." When you and Hanabam says, when you look at this statement, you'll see that Talmud Torah, through Talmud Torah, right, a person could come to all of these, right? So. Through the folk, through the Talmud Torah, right, through focusing, through learning, he will be able to perform all of these mitzvot. And when you look at the statement of Yilil, that's what um, you'll understand in an in intention of, uh, of why the Talmud brought down that story. So that wraps up the first Mishnah. Next Mishnah, we'll see the actual Shi'ur of Pe'ah.